You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. San Diego and Detroit on Saturday. Before the game, Padres first-round pick Mackenzie Gore, selected third overall just a couple weeks ago, throws out the ceremonial first pitch. To the game, the Padres would capitalize on the Detroit mistake to score first. Back to the mound, going to third is Sanchez, and he throws it down the left field line. Scoring will be Darneau, and the Padres are on top one to nothing. On the ground with the infield in, Darneau's coming home. The road to the plate will get away. Scoring is Romine. Looked like they were going to get him at the plate, but Hedges could not make the catch. Now ground ball, big hit back up the middle into center field. Upton will score from third. An RBI single for Andrew Romine. Green's pitch, a high fly ball, deep to right field. Going back, here's Martinez, ball going, ball gone. Padres have taken the lead, getting hour up there in that Padre bullpen. First pitch swinging down the right field line. That's got a chance to get on down. That gets on down, that's a base hit. Aswahe will score, Myers coming right behind him. They'll cut that on the throw in the bars. They've blown it open here in the eighth inning. It's now eight straight losses for the Tigers as San Diego puts together a five-run bottom of the eighth to pick up a 7-3 win on Saturday. Both starting pitchers were effective. Dinelson Lamette, six innings, three hits, two runs, and a walk. Five strikeouts for San Diego. Anibal Sanchez, six innings, two hits, a run, no walks, and he struck out four for Detroit. It was an unlikely hero for the Padres on Saturday. Backup catcher Hector Sanchez comes through with a pinch-hit two-run home run in the eighth inning. Here's Sanchez explaining how he did it. We're here with the man that came up with the big hit tonight. Hector Sanchez, way to go, baby. Thank you, my friend, thank you. Hey, can we call you La Chispa, the spark? You're back, you got that big inning going. Five runs in the eighth, how good, oh! <laughs> got him. <laughs> I know, hey, be honest, you missed that. No, I hit it well. <laughs> it's all good, it's all good. Hey, the first pitch you see, it's a fastball. A little bit late. You'd sit in fastball for that second pitch that you crushed. You know, when you when you get that kind of situation, you know, you try to be ready, try to look for the pitch to hit him well, and I get the pitch, and good for, for me, for my team, get the win. Hector, you've got three career pinch hit home runs now, two of them this season. Are you doing anything different coming off the bench? No, you know, I, I prepare myself for that situation. You know, I, I know that's my situation coming late in the game, so I try to put my, myself in a good position to hit. So, that's a, like I say, that's my time. You know, we missed you for the last month and a half. You had that foul ball off your foot. You had the hamstring problems. How good does it feel to be back, man? Because it's great to have you back. You know, it's great to be back with my friends, with my teammates, my brothers, and in this beautiful ballpark, all fans. So, you know, it's amazing to be back. San Diego puts together a five-run bottom of the eighth to get a come-from-behind win over the Tigers on Saturday. Carlos Oswahe explains. Joined by one of the heroes of the ball game tonight, Carlos Oswahe. Carlos, a couple of hits tonight. Congratulations. How good did it feel to have that nice comeback win for you guys tonight? Oh, it's awesome. You know, the uh, team played well at the, at the end there, and, uh, you know, we came out with the W. We're going to have to start calling you the lucky charm. You're 2-0 since you showed up. Oh, man, you know, it's not about me. It's about the team. You know, Lamette pitched great tonight. We had um, some clutch hits, and uh, we came out with a win. Carlos, it's great to have you back up here in the big leagues. I know you've been working on some things down in the minor leagues. Talk a little bit about what you've been working on in terms of letting the ball go a little bit deeper. 
Yeah, you know, just uh, seeing the ball deep, uh, trusting my hands, and letting, uh, letting the ball get deep, really, you know? You're doing a great job in El Paso. What, what's the biggest difference? You get back up to the big leagues, game a little quicker. What's the biggest difference for you? Biggest difference is the fans that we got here, man. It's crazy, the crowds that we get and the support we get, and uh, it's just been a great experience. San Diego did lose outfielder Alan Cordoba in the third inning. He left the game with a left-hand contusion after being hit by a pinch. San Diego manager Andy Green provides an update. I was told x-rays were negative, just checked in on him in his locker, and he said, play tomorrow. And I said, no, uh, take a day and take the next day. So uh, a lot of times with the hand, you assume when the x-ray is negative that it's negative and he's fine. He got hit pretty good. So uh, a lot of times I've seen come back a few days later when it's not getting better and they find something. There's just so many little bones in there. So uh, hopeful that it holds up as negative. And uh, he was saying that he was doing better by the end of the game. And you were saying you were excited about getting Hector Sanchez's back, uh, bat back on your on your bench. Certainly came through tonight. No, it was huge, and the Eric Ibar walk right in front of it was just as big to just uh, start that inning off. That was a heck of an at bat too. Uh, we haven't had since he's been hurt any like real power threat, especially from the left side. We really haven't even had a bat from the left side, period, on the bench. So uh, you look at the way most bullpens are constructed, late innings, you've got a right-handed reliever that's really tough on righties, uh, and you're pinch hitting guys that's not optimal for them. Uh, it's a function of where we were from a roster construction perspective. So you got Matt Caesar giving the best effort he can possibly give, or Chase Darno giving the best effort he can possibly give against a guy that he's not perfectly suited for. So uh, it's nice to finally reach the bench and say, no, he matches up well with that guy on the mound and put him in a situation to succeed and feel good about it. So uh, he did a good job. It was a good swing. It was big. And uh, it was good to get those add-on runs, too. Uh, Brandon Mauer's been used quite a bit lately. So to get those add-on runs, uh, get the safety squeezed down, and to get some battle at-bats, walks from Will and Hunter, uh, those those were big. Because up, up until that point, like it's been a pretty ugly baseball game for us, if we're being honest. Uh, I don't feel like we played very cleanly at all. Uh, I thought. Uh, Denelson Lamette battled really, really well. It was kind of a little bit all over the place, but it was working really nicely for him. Uh, and he got into the seventh that way. Uh, I, I didn't defensively. We were sloppy offensively. Uh, I don't think we put but two or three strikes in play through the first six innings of the baseball game. But you play nine, and the guys really rose up and finished it right. What, what does Hector bring to your dugout and just in terms of how he puts together in a bat too. How, how can some of the young guys learn and called off the bench to do that? Yeah, it's professional preparation. I mean, he's been around the league for a while. Uh, we use the term veteran relatively loosely around here because anybody with three years of service time constitutes a veteran at this point in time. So uh, he's a veteran for us. Uh, he knows how to prepare for an at-bat. He's energy too. He's like Solarte in a lot of ways. I mean, he's talking on the bench the whole time. There's a lot of stuff coming out of his mouth that's fun to hear and it keeps the dugout alive and uh, stuff that you probably don't say in a post-game interview, some of it, but uh, a lot of it's just really fun, good-natured talk that uh, I think guys feed off of and it keeps guys loose and alive. So just his presence in general is a positive for us. Even if he doesn't come in and hit a home run, the home run's what he's here for, uh, but his presence is also an added bonus. How was Will's wrist after that collision at first? He was fine, so it just scared him a little bit. Uh, I think it was, uh, you know, he's had history with wrist issues, so as soon as you see him start moving the wrist around, you get nervous, and I paid attention. I'm sure you all did, too, for the next couple innings, and he keeps touching it, but I kept checking on him. He said he's fine, so it doesn't feel anything. Uh, I just know he's sensitive in that area in particular. I thought at first, when he said, I'm, I'm fine, I thought he was just trying to sell the call. Uh, but, uh, no, he, had, he, had, uh, he was just nervous about it. San Diego goes for a three-game series sweep on Sunday, sending Clayton Richard to the mound.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 